You're listening to the Cat Breeder Sensei Says podcast, a show that supports the reputable breeding of pedigree cats. This is your show host, April Cotito, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about how much you should be charging for your kittens. We will get into all of this juicy stuff right after this short message. Do you want to learn how to become a successful breeder of pedigree cats? Now you can. For the first time ever, enroll in an online training course that takes you step-by-step through everything you need to know to get on the right track. Visit CatBreederSensei.com to sign up today and use code PODCAST21 to get $25 off. Okay, we're back. Now, as a disclaimer, anything that you hear in the show is based purely on personal experience or personal knowledge and opinion. Your thoughts may certainly vary from the ones that you hear in this show. But the show was designed to maybe offer some insight on some different point of views on how to make your cattery more profitable. Now let's go ahead and address that elephant in the room. It's that crowd of people who think you're Dr. Evil if you make any money from breeding cats. Now I'm not talking about the adopt don't shop people. I'm talking about actual breeders of pedigree cats. That's right folks, there are actually breeders who think that you should not make any money as a breeder. Now I am in total disagreement with that. I've even seen some go as far as to say if you make money selling kittens, well then you must be doing this for the wrong reasons. What? Okay, maybe it's just me, but I'm a firm believer that time is valuable Uh, specifically my time well and your time too I mean every minute of every day that passes us is permanent that's something that we will never be able to get back so I find it quite valuable what we choose to do with our time is entirely up to us as individuals we can do anything that we want including things that we expect to be compensated for As a breeder of cats, if you don't expect compensation, then why do you charge anything at all for the kittens? I've never personally met any breeder of a pedigree cat or dog that gives them away for free. Have you? So where the conflict comes in in my mind is why would you price your kittens at a point to where you're breaking even or you're even negative or you're in the hole? That just doesn't make any good business sense or even logical sense to me. So here I am again trying to figure out who made up this nonsense rule that you aren't allowed to have a profitable cattery. Where did this come from? And why is it still part of this community? Why do you get looked down upon if you expect to make a profit from breeding pedigree cats. I don't know, it's the most bizarre concept. So if you've been breeding cats for any amount of time, one year, two years, five years, 10 years, 15, 25 and onward, then you already know how much time you really have to invest every single day in the care and the husbandry and talking to people and just making sure that everything is top notch in your cattery. This is a a 24-hour-a-day responsibility. It's not something that you can just walk away from and go on a vacation for a week. So if you structure your cattery like a business, which I am an advocate of, 
you can still be extremely passionate about your breed. You can still do your part to protect and preserve. You can still provide wonderful pets to loving homes. And you can make a profit while you're doing it. You know, get compensated for your time. It's okay to get rewarded emotionally and financially for all that you do as a breeder. So how do you determine your adoption fees for your kittens and work towards having a profitable cattery or a more profitable cattery? I have some tips for you and I'm sharing these with you because I do have a profitable cattery. I don't believe in doing anything that requires this much time and focus and energy that's just going to leave me in the hole. I believe I should be compensated for being a, a pedigree cat breeder and producing these wonderful animals. So first, know your market. There's a couple of things that you can do to get to know your market. You can start by researching what other breeders are charging. Do this periodically to see what other people are charging for their kittens in the same breed. Now when you're checking these, I want you to look for breeders all over the country that you are currently in. So like for me, I'm in the east coast of Florida, I'm still going to research prices all the way over to the west coast because I have buyers that come from the west coast who want to adopt one of my kittens and several of my breeder friends experience the same thing. I don't think that you are limited to just a local market. Just get a little sheet of paper or a spreadsheet or something and just start documenting what you are finding for prices for those of course that post them on their website which I'd say about 50 to 75 percent of breeders actually post their prices. You're going to discover that there's a wide range. They're all over the place. There's not really any consistent pricing. At least that's what I find in my breed of Maine Coons. They can go anywhere from $1,000. I've seen them all the way up to $4,500. And these are for pets. So that's a giant range of prices. And uh, what makes the difference? We're all producing Maine Coon kittens to, to someone who's looking at pricing. What is the difference? What are they getting for less or what are they getting for more? So take those things into consideration. If apples to apples, they're both producing Maine Coon kittens, then maybe one is doing a bit more research, which leads me to the second thing that you can do to help you determine the price for your kittens is to ask your buyers. What is their budget for their new family member? How much are you willing to spend on this pedigree kitten? I started doing this myself about two years ago on my adoption applications. I just put a field in there. My form is online and I added a field that said, what is your budget? And then I gave them a drop down range and it started low. It was 1000 to 1500 and, and I increased in $500 increments. So I had 1000 to 1500 Is it 1500 to 2000 2000 to 2500 And I went all the way up to 3500 to 4000 And I started collecting this data from people who were interested in buying one of my kittens. And I actually was very surprised 
to see the budgets that people were entering on their application. And that is how I determine the pricing for my kittens. I'm looking at the market and I'm using the data that I collect. It's analytics. The numbers don't lie. And I'm basing the price of my kittens on that, on what the buyers are willing to pay me for the kitten. That's called market research. It's also a supply and demand concern for your breed. So if you are constantly answering messages and people are asking to be put on your wait list and asking if you have kittens available and you never have kittens available that's a supply and demand issue that means there are more buyers for your kittens than there are kittens and that causes the price of the kittens to increase that's how markets work so if you just start paying attention to what the buyers are saying and the activity that you see in the market for your breed, you know, maybe an eye opener, maybe add that one little question to your application so that you can see it for yourself. Your market and your kittens may be different than the one that I'm working with, so I'm not familiar with your price range. I can't say that they're all going to be the same or that the supply and demand is the same. I'm, I certainly am not familiar with any breed other than my own but I can say that you can do the same thing and put the question on your application and ask them the question and see the data for yourself and help you make the determination now of course I had answers all over the board but the general consensus and that's what I want to use I want to go with the majority of my answers were actually much higher than I expected them to be especially when I gave them options for you know a lower price range I was getting my budget is three thousand to thirty five hundred dollars for a kitten okay I also think that the way you photograph your kittens plays a major major role in the demand that you see for your babies so I'm sure you have an Instagram account or Facebook and you are looking at other breeders who have the same breed as you and you see their photos and maybe sometimes you're like did that did she really post that picture like I see poop in the background, like on the wall. Like, did you really just post that on social media? Like this kitten is available, hey, look how cute. No, that's not the kind of photographs that people want to see. I mean, that portrays an image uh, maybe that you don't want to put out there. So you should always have, take great pride in the photographs that you post of your kittens on you know we're using social media in a big big way to get the message out and to educate people about our breed and we use photographs of kittens to really you know tell the whole story about this about this breed facebook instagram your website text messaging whatsapp these are all digital methods of communicating and getting the message out to people who are looking for your breed of cat so they want to be captivated by the beauty and the magic of your cats and your kittens both the ones that you're using in your breeding program and the kittens that you have available they also like to look at past kittens to see what type of kittens that you produce so taking the time to take really good photographs makes a big difference i do get comments about 
the quality of pictures that I take of the kittens and I do it on a weekly basis for people who have reserved the cats or even if they don't I mean I, I'm just every week I take pictures of the kittens and I post them I post them everywhere website Facebook Instagram so it's it you know it's a it's a skill that you have to practice and you have to learn how to take good pictures there's a lot of elements that surround a good photo of a cat. They're not easy to photograph, especially those darn black ones. And it takes practice. I think I'll actually put this topic on my list of shows is things you can do to improve the quality of your photographs. It's all about lighting, camera, backgrounds, capturing expressions and post photo finishing some cool apps that you can use so I'll definitely put that in a show in the very near future but posting photographs of your kittens and your cats and your cattery is uh, is part of your marketing I mean that's what drives the attention to your cattery and may help people make a decision over the next person YouTube videos are also awesome. We live in a video world and there's really nothing cuter than a kitten who's playing and growing up and you know just being a kitten. So use videos to your advantage and post lots and lots of videos. People love them and um, they want to see videos of kittens. You can create a YouTube channel just for your cattery and just use that as a place to post your videos and cross promote them on Facebook and Instagram. I also think you need to build credibility. In today's world with the internet and all of the options that people are finding once they begin their initial search for a kitten is they just find so much stuff and they don't know who to choose. They want to use a breeder that is credible and reputable and doing the right thing and has healthy kittens but how do you how do you prove that online what what is your message that you're sending out there what kind of credibility are you putting out there about yourself I think you need to make yourself a real person I think that the buyers want to see you like what what does the breeder even look like how many I don't even know what 90% of the breeders even look like they don't post pictures of themselves they only post photos of their cats and that's kind of to me that's kind of weird I've been in the internet marketing business for mm, a long time since 2010 is actually when I started marketing online not my cattery but I have other businesses that are marketed online and that's one of the most important things that you can do is be a real person let the people who are watching you see you tell your story tell stories about your cats they want to know more about you and who they're dealing with as a as a person be a real human photos and videos of yourself interacting with your cats playing with your cats holding your cats just being there and being present and being a, a real person is definitely helpful in building credibility everyone likes to put a face to a name and they can't do that without seeing who you really are. Ask for reviews from your pet owners. So I'm, I ask for a review from every single person that takes home one of my kittens. I tell them, tell me any, any critique that you want to give me, anything good or bad, just let me know how your experience was. I focus with my buyers of my kittens more on 
making it a personal experience for them. So I want them from the moment that they see that kitten posted on wherever they're following me, Facebook, Instagram, website, I want them to start to feel something very positive when they, when they see that kitten. And then I want them to experience a very positive and magical 12 weeks of their life. I want them to be the most excited that they can ever be on the day that they finally get their kitten because it's a long wait for these buyers when they finally decide on a kitten and they know that it's coming and they know that it's going to be coming home soon. It's just so much anticipation and excitement that I want to make that journey for them a very good one, a very positive one, one that actually they will never forget. So for me, it's about building an experience for the people who are going to ultimately end up with one of my wonderful babies in their home. And I want to to have a relationship with them forever. I want them to always be able to come to me and talk to me about the kittens and how they're doing and things that they're doing and their personalities and ask me questions that they need help with. I want them to be able to do that with me. So I try to build that relationship from the very, very beginning and just create something magical for them. So by the time they get their kitten, we're just, we're friends and we can stay like that um, for a very long time. Get the positive reviews. People are review driven this is a review driven world so by asking for that review and it being on social media and places where people are looking you can talk all you want about how wonderful you are and no one will believe you but if other people are talking about it then everyone will believe you so get those positive reviews and get the feedback from everybody and if you get some criticism then work on that. Use that to become a better breeder and a a better communicator. And finally, I think you can add value. So instead of just selling them a kitten, which you may find that other people that are selling the same thing, they get the norm. What what comes with the kitten? Oh, they're microchipped. They get their two sets of vaccines that are spayed and neutered. And you get a little sample bag of food and a goodie bag, right? That's the typical, the norm that goes home with a kitten. Well, what can you do to add extra value to that to help justify how you've priced your kittens? There's a few things that you can do. So, I do give a health certificate. Now it's required in my state, but it's not required in every state. So when the buyer can see that the kitten is actually checked by a veterinarian and I'm producing a health certificate, that is a level of comfort that they really need. They really want a healthy kitten. That's the number one priority of every buyer of a pedigree cat is they just want a healthy cat that's going to live out its life expectancy. And it it starts with a kitten and providing a health certificate. Someone, a vet has said, yes, as of today, this is a healthy kitten. I don't see anything wrong with it. That's added value. So if you're not getting health certificates from your veterinarian, start doing it. Take your kittens to the vet and have them checked over and have them produce a health certificate for you. I think they're available in every single state. 
They're just not required in every state like they are in the state of Florida where I am. You can add a very powerful health guarantee to your contract. Most breeders, and again, this could just be in my breed, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that I see this across the board, offer a one-year health guarantee against genetic defects, and the, the cat actually has to pass away. And then they offer some options, you know, replacement or it's usually a replacement. So why not, one year is not a very long time, is it? I mean, you guarantee that the cat will live for one year? That's not, that's not impressive to me. So I did increase my health guarantee to five years on genetic problems and two years on FIP. I've seen some contracts even only guarantee the cat for six months. I mean, six months? They're still a kitten in six months. I would hope they lived that long. I mean, I know that things happen. You know, cats are not perfect creatures, just like humans aren't. And something's going to happen. It's inevitable. And that's why you have your health guarantee. But six months? I mean, come on. You can do better than that. You can do better than a six-month health guarantee. On a side note, I have on my application to why are you choosing me to get your kitten from versus someone else and a big percentage of applicants answer because of my five-year health guarantee. They are impressed by that. So something to think about. You can offer lifetime support. So remember what I said about building that relationship and having the buyer feel comfortable coming to you in the future. That's where the lifetime support comes in. You're basically saying, hey, um, I'm here for you. I'm going to be here for you for the life of the cat. So let's talk about do you know your cost to produce and raise one kitten in the complete guide to breeding pedigree cats course there's a worksheet in our expenses lesson and you actually go through and do some research and find out ultimately how much it costs you to produce one kitten in your cattery and it's a kind of a sophisticated formula figures out the average litter size and how much you're paying for your studs and your queens and your cost of feed and litter and and all of these factors registering a litter microchipping it just takes everything into fact and formulates a cost per kitten most people are surprised to see how much it costs to actually produce one kitten in their cattery it can get very very expensive this may be an eye-opener for you in fact it may change your entire thought process if you just see the number on paper and realize, wow, I, I didn't even realize it cost me that much to bring one kitten into this world. I'm not charging enough. I think that's kind of where people are. So if it costs you $1,000 to produce a kitten and you charge $1,000 for a pet, then you're basically spending all of your time working in your cattery for free. You're not being compensated for your knowledge, your experience, or your labor. And all of those things you should be compensated for. So hopefully the things that I've talked about in this show will shed some light on pricing your kitten. Don't get mad at me because I encourage everyone to think of their cattery in a different way than just hard dirty labor that you don't get compensated for i'm completely opposite i think there should be structure organization and reward and that's what we focus on in addition to the positive community 
So again, don't worry about being judged and criticized on how you run your cattery. If you're always working in the best interest of the cats, then that is what is the most important factor. Now, I would love for you to do me a huge, huge favor. And if you liked today's episode, leave a comment on our website, catbreedersensei.com. In the podcast section, just go right to episode nine and leave a comment. Let me know what you thought about the show. You can also leave us a positive review on the podcast platform that you're listening to us on. That would be very, very helpful as well. And share this podcast with your friends help be the positive movement that these cats and our community so very much need. Until next time, this is April Cotito, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.